Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. We praise you, Australians. Um, salute to you down there. You're literally straight down there, I think. To all of our fans in the um, down under. Antipodes, Antipodes. What is the Antipodes? The what, Antipodes. What the? It's like the, the mountain range? The opposite side of the world. Oh, yeah. I knew what that was. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Antipodes. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Slow it down. Can you slow it down? Antipodes. <laughs> Make it say bitch, please. <laughs> no. Yeah, come on. Please. Just type in bitch pronunciation. <laughs> don't. Yeah, well, oh my God. What's it going to say? Bitch. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> For some reason, you know what's been <clears throat> you know what's been stuck in my head is I've been talking to myself. Well, I mean, we all talk to ourselves, but I've been going, buddy, hey, listen, young Metro over there, he doesn't trust you, so Who's that? I'm really sorry, but I got to shoot you. You know that fucking, if young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. You don't know that fucking song? No. <clears throat> I don't even know what song it is, but. Is it new? No, it's a. Why are you doing this to me? It's Future. The rapper, Future. The guy who mumbles about Percocet. I don't think I've ever heard a Future song. You've never. Wow, I thought that I had never heard music, certain musics before, but buddy, <laughs> apparently you haven't. Okay, you know what lyric I was also laughing at the other day, and I think about, I don't know, every six months or so, is um, that uh, Biggie song, <clears throat> uh, uh, Baby, Baby, how, what's the song? Because I see some ladies tonight, yes, gonna be having yes. my baby. But the way that that thing goes is it's, it's him, and then there's a call, uh, a call and response with him in uh, Diddy at the time Puff Daddy where he says um, if you got a gun in your waist please don't shoot up the place and then Diddy okay. goes why which is so funny to me because Biggie's basically saying hey if you got a gun please just don't shoot up the club tonight and Diddy's skeptical with his arms crossed I'm imagining going why <laughs> and then he says well because there's hot women in the club tonight and I want to have sex with them so, that's what he says yeah that's basically he's that's I'm paraphrasing oh oh that's that's his message. I'm whitewashing the lyrics into a conversation right, instead right, right. of uh Remember what do you, have you ever seen the clip of uh like Suge Knight calling out Puff Daddy at the um I think VMAs it's the or something? Source Awards or something? No, what does he say? Cuz he Puff Daddy's not really I hate saying Puff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my dad used to say, "Oh, Snoop Doggy Dog." Like <laughs> you don't have to call him that, man. But he wasn't really a rapper. He was a producer, but he would still kind of insert himself into the Spotlight, yeah, and um, you know, if you've ever seen those old rap videos from when we were growing up, you would see um, he's in the background, yeah, dancing around, yeah. and uh, oh man, we could play it. I I forgot that we are a, uh, but so still in he basically calls out Puff Daddy and and invites people to come over to uh, I think it's Death, Death Row. Row if they're tired of Puff Daddy shenanigans. Let's hear what he says. 
first of all, I'd like to thank God. Second of all, I'd like to thank my whole entire Defo family on both sides, you know what I'm saying? I'd like to tell Tupac to keep his guards up. We ride with him. And one other thing I'd like to say, any artist out there who want to be an artist and want to stay a star and don't want to, don't want to have to worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the video, <laughs> all on the record, <laughs> dancing, <laughs> come to death row. Okay, wow. All right. I'm all in the video, dancing. Yeah. It is funny to just be like, this is a great song. I'm going to be in the background going. Yeah, but he made it good. I liked it. I remember what did enjoying he make it, it good for? Yeah, but then he made that song afterward. What song? It's kind of hard with you not around. Oh, Every day with you not around. And uh, I've been watching you. That song kind of sucks. Uh, I'm not with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please. That song whips. It's about them praising their dead friend. I guess. Puff Daddy's not that And cool. he's saying it for all <clears throat> of us. For all of us? I think Diddy's cool as hell. You remember, really? Remember making the band? That show making the band where he would like send rappers to go get him falafel? <laughs> yeah, but it was a joke. <laughs> I know, but it was a great joke. <laughs> it wasn't cool. I thought it was cool. Well, I mean What's what, what one cool thing Puff Daddy's ever done? Um Ciroc vodka. Okay. For starters. Uh, that meme of him holding a wad of hundreds, but there's a one dollar bill in there and he's looking at it like how the fuck did this get in here i don't know that meme oh it's a great meme uh well hey but wait we gotta check the disclaimer click see more not see more butts but see more in the description box see more butts hi glenn um we also just wanted to say uh i want to try to send my love every episode but we truly love all of you so much for watching and listening and um participating in this little show we've got going. A lot of people in Australia we have listening. And you watching. said that like uh, Yoda. A lot of people in Australia we have watching and listening. People in Australia we have? Yeah, no, I guess I did kind of do it just like Yoda. Uh, well, so we praise you, Australians. Um, salute to you down there. You're literally straight down there, I think. To all of our fans in the um, down under. Antipodes. Antipodes. What the fuck is that? The what, Antipodes. What is the Antipodes? It's like the, the mountain range, the opposite side of the world. Oh yeah, I knew what that was. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's either it sounds right. Antipodes or Antipodes. It sounds Antipodes sounds right. Um, Google it for us. Antipodes pronunciation. Oh yeah, let's let's get the computer to say the the word. Google. I hope I'm right. Antipodes. How do you spell that? Antipodes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Slow it down. Can you slow it down? Hit slow. Antipodes. <laughs> Make it say bitch, please. <laughs> no. Yeah, come on. Please. Just type in bitch pronunciation. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, well, oh my God, what's it going to say? Bitch. <laughs> ah. uh, wait, wait, make it say fuck face. Come on, Come ben. on, well, I just want to hear if it'll say fuck face. It can't. Oh, uh, no, do it as one word, as one word. Maybe it will. Maybe, maybe it'll not. Maybe it'll think fuck, it doesn't. Maybe Damn it'll it. think it's Italian and say fuck face. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Fuck face. Anyway, I also wanted to shout out Kylie. Kylie, hope your report goes well. We did a little interview with oh, yeah. a college Friend. Is she, was she in college? What's the deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna be um, we're gonna be cited in a scholarly article. Yeah, which is tight. 
Uh, and shout out to Nico, my boy at the climbing gym. We said hi yesterday, and I wanted to say hi back. Comment, like, subscribe, all of you. Shit when, your when pants. When we start Corey bonus Jones. content, you're going to have to put all the fucking shout outs. You can have a little shout out corner. Yeah, I want to do a shout out corner. <laughs> so we can move it off of this. Put music to it. Shout out to. <laughs> I don't even know that they show up. I don't even know when you do this. They like show up like yeah, I just I feel like putting it this up there. morning. Well, it's nice to say hi to some people. All right, you want to say hi to anybody? <clears throat> yeah. Mom? Um, I'd like to say hi to. Uh huh. The... I got nothing. I want to say hi to all the ladies out there. Happy Women's Month. We praise you. Also, without you. There would just be a bunch of dudes around, which would be tight. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you're you're cool to hang out with dudes. Would it be tight if it was just dudes? I don't think so. I mean, dudes do rock. So. Dudes do rock. Yeah. Uh, also, we got the new highlights channel going, and you really ought to check it out because there are some really good, funny edits that. Oh yeah. Oh my we've god. S- we've seen the latest one that's going to drop. It hasn't dropped yet. Yes. But it's very fun. Really fun edit. Yeah, so you should go subscribe to the Trillionaire Mindset highlights and hit notify me. Yes, hit the little bell button, whatever the Taco Bell button. I think when you press that, you get Taco Bell. But that's true. It's true, and also we're we are working on our own channel just to. Oh yeah, no, it's not up yet, but when it gets up, all you all you dipshits who are like, "Where's Cody and Noel?" You'll finally have nothing more to say. Yeah, we'll we'll be out of your hair, but. If you're not one of those people and you love us, yeah. we'll need you to subscribe to our new channel. Yeah, when it's up. We'll let you know. Don't worry. Um, it's just going to be a page of just Ben and Emil, and it's going to be crazy. Who knows? Well, there's going to be all sorts of... We're going to have all sorts of shit to post on there, yep. right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it as my personal soapbox. Yeah, what's the first thing you're going to... Uh, I don't know. Conspiracy theories? Yep. We should. We should totally lean into that. Like... What do you think? Just real fast before we dive. Should we just fuck? I don't want to skip. What was it? What was it? Well, now I'm curious. I was talking with my friend Kate. Hey, Kate. Uh, oh, hey. my. God. If you shout out one more. Hi, person. Dolly. No. Kate's daughter, Dolly. She's like two. Cut uh, that. No, Dolly gets a shout out. We love Dolly. Dolly's our youngest listener. She was asking me what I what's my biggest COVID like um, conspiracy theory. Oh, here we go. And my biggest conspiracy theory was that it was intended to be this like population culling virus meant to kill tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of people. Think? I just was entertaining it for a minute. <laughs> okay. It's not what I actually think, but it is what I think. <laughs> and and it and it did not it serve the work. purpose. It didn't work as well as they wanted it to. Yet. I'm winking at him right now. I'm winking. For the Maybe it's still working its way through us. Yeah, I don't know. And it also comes from the fact that I watched the BBC show, BBC show Utopia, whose plot is basically this. that They that created in a lab? That, no, that this like small shadow group of people created, of like government people, um, took it upon themselves to create a pandemic, uh, the vaccine for which would... Um, sterilize people as a form of population control because they believed that if nobody stepped into... Damn it, I took the fucking vaccine. Yeah, I know. Man, what if... Okay, re- so you watched a TV show. And I watched a television think, show and got an idea. And now uh, you think... Is that, that the art for it? 
I don't remember. Yeah, this is the comic in the show that they talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great show. Highly recommend. Watch the BBC version, not the American version that they like remade. The How do you watch this? It's on like Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Not Netflix, Netflix. Netflix. N E F F L I. Is that the British version? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, focus on Netflix. Oi. It's on fucking Netflix. You see this one? It's actually just on Amazon. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, on it's on Amazon, Amazon. I'm being told. So I've been you listening can... to a lot of uh, Sleaford mods. I don't know what the fuck that is. They're, the, they're this like... Sounds British. It's this like British punk band. Yeah. And they like... It's very like talky. He's like... Oh, yeah. I love that. It's the final countdown by fucking Journey. It's very fun. Damn. By the way, I, 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 I do that accent lovingly. I love... Oh no! You should hear this. Guy. No, no, no! You would think this was the most Irish That's... person you've ever seen. The way he talks, he's like Joe Biden. The way Joe Biden hates British people is the same. Joe thing. Biden hates British. Yeah, because he's Irish, like old oh, Irish. Oh like, yeah, yeah. They do him. hate. They. I, I can. I got a. I've got a clip of a lot of audio that they've. Um, they've caught him on a hot mic saying horrible things about British people. Really? I'll release it if you get our channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to ten thousand subscribers and you'll drop the joe biden i'll drop the joe biden british audio yeah i love the british i love everybody it's just him going like and they eat so many fucking beans (laughs) (laughs) they really do be eating beans (laughs) breakfast lunch and dinner beans i don't know what the deal is those british love their beans what's the deal with all that blood sausage (laughs) is that your joe biden it's pretty good i can't do it yeah I was talking to a guy who gave me a blood sausage. <laughs> eh, blood pudding. They also love that. I'll just take chocolate pudding, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, English people, we're all set on the blood pudding. <laughs> and the beans. Although beans and toast, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Should I, t- should I talk about my shitty trading week, but great trading week? I had accidental <clears throat> wins this week that were fucking tremendous. There's this company called MongoDB. Which is like, what the fuck kind of name is that? Hey, let's call our company MongoDB. What what do they do? I think they are like a, a database. Oh, Mongo database. Yeah, yeah. Like They're, how big is your database? Mongo. It's Mongo. <laughs> this thing is huge. MongoDB is a source available cross-platform document-oriented database program. Okay, you're going to have to chill out with the hyphenated things. That's Wait, three... scroll down a little bit? Ugh. Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, what the fuck does that even mean? So anyway, I bought 200 shares of it, and then um, 
So how did you decide to buy 200? You were like, what's this dumb fucking company? Where'd you, where, why? Because it's, it is a stock that moves. It, it oh, has, you were looking purely stock. Yeah. I was like, I was charts. looking at the chart and I was like, damn, this thing is pretty oversold, but not as oversold relative to other growth companies. And things were looking like they might've been catching a bottom. And I picked up 200 shares for a quick flip. Little did I know. Quick flip. Earnings were being reported after hours. And I did not know that, like yeah. I just said. And I'm looking at my P&L, which is profit and loss. Pussy and, oh, sorry. No, no what, what did you think it was? Pussy and what? No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think I even said anything. <laughs> uh, I just, it must be the monitors. Yeah. I'm just hearing things. But yeah, the, the pussy and love was uh, at, neg- I was down 1200 bucks on the day. And then after hours clicks. And I look and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm up like six grand because they reported earnings and knocked it out. And then I was like, hell yes, diggity. for all your database needs, baby. MongoDB. Uh, and then <sighs> I had a, a a couple positions in Shopify and I left a bunch of money on the table because I'm a dipshit. Wait, um, but so Mongo means we're going to lunch, baby. Yeah, we got you got lunch today, honey. Hell yeah. And then um, Melly, which is the South American... Amazon, I I had a good trade with. And then the biggest new, well, and then MQ, which is Marketa. I don't know what the fuck they do. It's like some credit card company. But I bought a couple thousand shares of that. And same Wait, deal. why do you think it's Marketa? Why not Marquette? Well, because it's M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-A. Oh, A. Marketa. I thought it was an E. Marketa. Uh, from the Beretta. The hell is that? It's the Biggie song. We're just talking about Biggie. Yeah, but putting I, all the I holes in your song. sweater. I don't know that song. From the Beretta. Huh. Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. That's all I know. That's all Sip you know. champagne when we're thirsty. Eating sardines when I we're thirsty. Was, I, I have been listening to a lot of like rap albums that came out when we were kids. Yeah. Enter the 36 Chambers. Um, Ready to Die, of course. Yeah. Uh, Tupac. Oh, fucking Illmatic. Yeah, remember when we were talking about rap earlier, but yeah, yeah. then we moved on Sorry. to something else? Well, then you said Marquetta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Marquetta reported earnings, too, and it went up a couple bucks, and it was just like, bada-bing, bada-boom. Uh, but so the biggest news, huge effing news, which is that Amazon announced the first stock split since 1999. And wouldn't you know... So that was yesterday, which is Wednesday, as of this recording. They announced it Wednesday after hours. And Wednesday, during the trading day, I had a couple options that were down like 90%. And I they were only at like a couple hundred bucks. And I thought, eh, I should hold on to these because you never know, just in case we get some huge rally. And I thought, fuck that. I'm, gonna sell, I'm not going to lose a couple hundred bucks more. I'm going to sell it. So I sold them. Just my fucking luck. That they announce a split finally. That the it market, is your luck. It's insane. But then I, you know, I got lucky on MongoDB and Marquetta, so it kind of offsets it. But I left like I could have <clears> made like I could have woken up to like fifteen thousand dollars in profit. I calculated. Man, think is, about the lunch we're going to on. I know it would have been. My guy's taking we, me to Nobu. We wouldn't have been eating sardines for dinner. No, let me no, tell no. You that nice, yeah. very good. Way to bring it back. Uh, so although sardines are delicious, I don't know what that man was complaining about. Well, it's just, you want a little variety. Sure. Sure. That's true. You know, what's crazy. What? When, so 
he used to say, remember, what song was it where it said, time to get paid, blow up like the world trade? Yeah. Which was a reference to... The 93 bomb. Yes, because he wasn't even alive when 9-11 happened. But then after, uh, after 9-11, they would still play that song, but they started... Um, Bleeping out that yeah. part? Oh, yeah. It's just like how in the beginning of the Sex and the City credits, they edited out the part that had the twin Sex towers. Sex and the City never acknowledged 9-11. <laughs> he really didn't. How? How? It's <laughs> really And it's just so fucking weird to me because there's such a, like, honestly, Sex and the City is the most, like, pre-9-11 show yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And they just carried on. Like, we were still living in that world. Truly. It's insane. Yeah, it's kind of cool, though. <clears throat> and then... They acknowledged COVID in the new season. Yeah, briefly. But like hardly. They were like, oh, COVID sucked. And then they have like a fucking funeral scene with a bunch of old people, not a mask in sight. Yeah. Very funny. Anyway. I think if we're talking about conspiracy theories, I think Sarah Jessica Parker did 9-11 and created COVID. No comment there. And. I agree with him. Matthew Broderick, we all know what he did. He killed someone. Yep. With his car. He did He did crash into uh, someone and killed them. I think it was in England. Not to bring it all back, let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, so for those of you who don't understand what a split is, uh, Amazon is doing a 20-for-1 split. So for every one share you've got, you now have 20. But the price per share is also divided by 20. So... I believe it'll be, let me whip out my calculator here. It'll you got one be right here, big dog. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're right. I can use the actual calculator. 2,900. I'm just, you know, doing it. You know, napkin math. Where the fuck is the divided by button? There it is. I got one. 20. Uh, how do I do equals? Equals. Uh, that's a, about $145 per share. That's that it's what I got be. over here. Yeah, wow. Um, <clears throat> so... And why do they do that? They do that so that it's more accessible for people. Even though nowadays on on things like public.com, which is a sponsor, you can, you buy, can buy slices. Shares. Slices. Yeah. Slices of shares. <laughs> yeah. You can now instead of buying like $145 worth, getting a slice, a slice of a share, you can buy an actual share at $145. But also not only that, but they announced a uh $10 billion share buyback, which is I think the first I don't know if that's the first share buyback they've ever done, but it is interesting. I I I wish they would have done a dividend instead. That would have been pretty cool. Um, not that I own shares, but but so the good news is I did have some options that expire next week, and I held on to those. So, you know, it's another one that felt incongruous with nine huh. eleven. What's that? How to lose a guy in ten days? I love the movie. It's a great <laughs> rom com, but I think it takes place. Like it's like 2004 it came out, maybe 2003. Uh-huh. We're still grieving, right? Yeah, very much. Yes, Matthew it, McConaughey and Kate Hudson, and they did acting like it, it never happened. They're riding motorcycles down the boardwalk in like fucking Coney Island. You tried to do that in 2003. What would you have You're wanted them to do by the FBI? What would you have wanted them to do? Lean over and say, "Hey, remember 9/11? God damn!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want. It to be somber the whole time. <laughs> you're looking for love, but you're like, our city is still coming back. Yeah, still healing. Instead, uh, they're going to Knicks games. Also, the very first Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, which is the they best They took Spider-Man. out a cool scene where he's he's got a web between the Twin Towers. Yes, but also, I believe in the print ads, 
in the like poster there it's like Spider-Man's face and in the reflection of his eyes you could see the twin towers. I was going to say you could see 9/11, but <laughs> you could see the twin towers in his eyes and they like promptly got rid of that. Yeah. Didn't Zoolander come out like right after 9/11? Yeah. There's yeah. a big connection there. I don't like we can't get into it, but the whole Ben Stiller Zoolander 9/11 collection connection. I'd rather see what the collection is than the Stiller Zoolander 9-11 collection. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a 9-11 head for sure. Oh, yeah. Like You I, watched the new footage? Uh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. And I've been to the museum three times, I think. Oh, my God. I've been to New York with Ben. He doesn't shut up about the museum. It's actually That's actually very true. And it's like once he starts going, he has, even though he's told you already, he's like, and there's a store down there and it's untouched. It is. It's it's remarkable. It's untouched. It's a little like fifty square foot little clothing store that's just perfectly preserved. It's got all the dust and the <clears throat> price tags and shit. Back when jeans used to cost fifteen dollars a pop before you see those CPI numbers that came out? Jesus H Louise. Oh no, but I saw I saw Joe Biden in the White House being like, It's gonna be bad. Joe Byron. Bing bong. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Holy fucking shit. We gotta start the show. This is insane. Yeah, no, we've already started it, but... Oh, we've been recording this whole time? Yeah, no, we have. Should we skip this Tom Brady bullshit? Yeah, definitely. We're gonna make a joke. He kisses his kid. (laughs) That's the joke. Oh, let's just uh, just do it quick. Tom Brady filed a bunch of trademarks for a bunch of shit, from food delivery to restaurants to water to jewelry to furniture, and our joke was he's also got Tom Brady brand kissing balm for fathers and sons. (laughs) The best way to have soft lips for kissing your young son. <laughs> Which is, come on, you got to teach your children how to kiss anyway. Have you ever watched the actual clip? Yes. It's a, it's, a, it's so... unsettling because he kisses him like upside down or whatever. Yeah, but. He's laying down and his child comes up. No. Walk me through <laughs> well, it. Well, the worst part is, right, his child comes up and asks him for something, right? Isn't he getting worked on like. Yeah, he's getting Physical massage. therapy or massage or something. And his son asks him for something. Mm-hmm. And his dad said like, well, what's in it for me? Which is like <laughs> disgusting, uh-huh. and the kid kind of like rolls his eyes, like indicating he knows what he means, yeah. and comes over and like pecks him on the lips and starts to walk away. Yeah, and Tom Brady says something like, "That's ca- right, you call that a kiss or something." <laughs> it's so, I don't. It's you but, know like, what he though? makes him do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, it's probably the Brazilian culture from uh, what's her name, Giselle. Yeah, Jizzy Bunchy. Is that what they call it? No, I just don't know why I did that. But uh, they. <laughs> so you're. Is there a very you're, affectionate. You're people? going on the record saying in Brazil, fathers are like, son, you better kiss me like you mean it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, they're a very affectionate people. So there's that. And also, yeah, I mean, you got to learn how to kiss somehow. So. <laughs> Might as well practice on your dad. Speaking of kissing, Ryan Cohen of GameStop fame. Um, the other big news this week was that he took a stake, uh, like a nine percent stake, which is like a hundred and fifty million dollar stake in Bed Bath. This and is Beyond. what we actually wanted to talk. Yes, about. we're yes. 
he took a big stake in Bed Bath and Beyond and but you'll you'll remember him from he was kind of the impetus for the GameStop thing. Yes, did a very similar thing. The apes love this guy, right? Because he would tweet shit and they'd be like, "Yes, king." And he's still tweeting shit. Yes, he's still tweeting just totally nonsense. It's funny because before it was announced, you were you sent me this. Oh yeah, he he <laughs> tweeted on March second. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And I said, uh, "The fuck does that mean? Why is there a Bernie Madoff thing under it?" Someone replied to him. Bernie, can I tell you what? So I just took the Bernie sticker off my car because I didn't know. Because you know I'm a big Bernie Madoff guy, right? So I thought it was for him. Yeah. Someone I don't even know who this guy is. Bernie Sanders. I said it's some. And so it doesn't matter. He's I I took it right off my car. Yeah. I said I thought it was supporting Madoff. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that guy's dead as a doorknob now. Doornail or doorknob? Both. Both are um, not living. So. Right? So you sent it to me, and I said, "What the fuck does that mean?" Said, I well, I now know. we know that he's basically telegraphing that Bed Bath and Beyond could enjoy the same kind of upside as GameStop, which is that's so shady. Like, don't fucking pump your shit like that, man. But at the same time, he does have every right to push for changes. That's what he's doing in taking this stake. But uh, it's also funny after how far we've come from GameStop to be like, "Yeah, maybe we'll do that again." Right. But there is something to be said for a company being run poorly with overpaid executives who don't mm. give a shit. Like that's that's I think th- that there's was... nothing new there. Like with GameStop before Ryan Cohen came on, Michael Burry, the Christian what's his name from Big Short, Michael Burry took a position in GameStop and was an activist investor right. and came on and, and publicly said this is what GameStop should do. They should pay down their debt, they should <clears throat> do a stock repurchase, they should do all this shit. Because companies, surprise, aren't always run efficiently or in the sh- best interest of shareholders. I found that the most interesting part. The because uh, yeah, he's ragging on management and the CEO who uh, has not been able to navigate the pandemic and the supply chain issues. And he was trying to blame that, but apparently, similar retailers are you know back to like 2019 revenue levels. And not Bed them. Bath, yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond is not. Yeah, and throughout this period. He's been paid $27 million. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What are their metrics for measuring performance <laughs> uh, to warrant that kind of <laughs> The more you fail, the more you're worth. It really is bananas. Fucking nice work if you can get it, huh? Being a CEO of a failing company. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Actually, full on, fuck yeah. Uh, but he's taking a note from famed activist investor Carl Icahn's book and pushing for these changes. Carl Icahn, who... You love. Who I love because he started from I nothing. Watched the, I watched the doc finally. Yeah, there's a great documentary about him on HBO that just came out. Uh, I partly like him because he's got my last name just with an I in front of it. That is why you like him. It's weird. And he also looks like he'd be, he looks like my grandpa, like my dead grandpa. I don't think I like him. Why? I, I wanted to. I like that he like came from nothing. Yeah. I like that he like built everything but he also just kind of turned into i mean he's just the epitome of that like 80s corporate raider and the you know they have that clip of him when he bought uh twa yeah and he he tells the flight attendants he's going to lower their wages and so they go on strike yeah and they they play us the clip of him because the strikers march to his house right and He's like, I'm gonna go out there and talk to him. Yeah. And watching the clip, it's just kind of disgusting. He like he's got this huge house on the Hamptons, and there's this big group of 
strikers protesting in front of his house and he comes out it's this gigantic automatic gate and it just opens up and he starts walking through it yeah he's just like telling them like oh no like you guys don't understand like if i didn't do this and that you guys would be screwed and it's just the most out of touch thing this it's billionaire coming out of his gated and it is a it's a cartoonish gate yes and and then it cuts away and you see it's He's also watching the clip because because now he's you know in his eighties yeah and so he's watching himself in the nineteen eighties and he's just so he's like I remember this this was great he's like I love this and he's just like and he kind of rides this line yeah. of he says he's an activist and he hates he hates how CEOs are compensated yeah. and he thinks that like Americans are getting ripped off but he, he and he talks about the wealth gap. Then he doesn't, he can't connect it, right? When he's talking about like screwing over workers and laying people off. And because he's like, well, I'm just making companies more efficient and stuff. And people are losing their jobs because of his, you know, because he sees value. And his logic being, especially in the TWA case, if you guys don't make this concession, you're not going to have a company to work for because it's going to go out of business. That's what his whole point was. It's like, I stepped in to try to save this failing company. And we all, like the pilots union was on board. Everybody else was, the mechanics were on board. The flight attendants were the then only ones. Then it business anyway. Well, no, they didn't. No, oh, he yeah, couldn't, it did. Write, it he couldn't write the ship. Yeah. But, so I think he does have interesting points about, um, and, and but what. But he all, it seems like he thinks like all of our problems are CEO pay. It's sure. weird. And board, and right. board of directors things, which is, and so he, if you've never seen the movie Wall Street, you should watch Wall Street because it's an interesting one. But what's the guy's name? Michael Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas's character is loosely based on um, Carl Icahn. And there's that famous greed is good scene where he goes in front of the board of directors at the shareholder meeting for Teldar paper. And there's like 30 directors on there. And he says, all these people make like 250 <clears throat> grand a year. I couldn't tell you what any one of them does. Yeah, Oliver Stone basically cribbed Carl Icahn speeches. Yeah. The uh, only part I liked was him calling out Bill Ackman and calling him- Oh, a, calling him a- Crybaby yeah. and shit. Yeah, that was great. I remember when that but happened. But that's the thing. You're watching two people. I'm just like, I don't fucking have a dog in this fight. I don't like- Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I like him because we share a similar last name and- What's uh, you? But you were saying he was doing something with McDonald's too. Yes. So <laughs> it's funny because- He's he's currently engaged in another sort of corporate activism thing against McDonald's. And it's funny because he only has 200 shares, which is like, it's literally, I mean, it's at like $200 a share. So right. he's got, no, like, I don't even know why he doesn't have, buy a thousand, buy something more than that. But he's pushing for them to have a better, um, he's basically saying that the, place where mcdonald's sources their pork from treats the 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 pigs um inhumanely they have them in they have the sows in these specific cages that are they're called like birthing cages or something like that and he's saying that it's it's inhumane and it's not right and he's like publicly calling out mcdonald's mcdonald's responded and said you know uh yeah they gestation cages they're called McDonald's in 2013 said they'd shift from their pork sourcer who kept pigs in gestation cages. And now they're saying that they would only reduce the practice and not eliminating. 
and, and not eliminate it because, quote, current pork supply in the U.S. would make this impossible. Ugh. And then they said, uh, furthermore, it reflects a departure from the veterinary science used for large-scale production throughout the industry and would harm the company's shared pursuit of providing customers with high-quality products at accessible prices, which is just like, it's basically lip service saying, hey, these these pork farms are doing the bare minimum that's required of them to make sure these pigs live. And this is the this is what Carl Icahn is taking. He's like push. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> but then and then McDonald's did point out like, hey, Carl Icahn, you have an active interest in like a competitor's pork farm or some shit like that, uh, or packaging or or something. But I don't know. We should just ban mass farming like that with especially pigs they're so damn smart and cows i don't, I should be vegan i don't know why i'm not there you go i'm getting there go plant-based baby i just hate chickens so much they deserve to die and we should eat Whoa. don't i'm joking i don't know where that came from <laughs> did you <clears throat> did you notice the part where kyle icon was starting a podcast yeah with his daughter and he's like away from the mic like this just not knowing how to do it <laughs> yeah but it reminds i just have a fun, quick anecdote um Back when you had to get photos processed at like Sam's Club or Costco and you write your last name and then they put it in the big, there's just massive swaths of photos you've got to sift through to find your your family's name. You got Carl's by accident and you just started looking through him and you were like, oh my God, he's naked. God. No, uh, you know, our last name, Con with a C, there's obviously a hundred fucking other last names that start with C, so it would take a solid amount of time to find yours. So my dad one day was like, you know what? I'm just going to start putting a U in front of our name. And then UConn. you go and there's only one name. Nobody has a U last name. That's not true. I know. There's Arkeza. There's, you name it. There's plenty. But not a lot getting their photos developed. It's uncommon to have a U starting last name. And there there would be. Just pluck it out of there. And I was That's like, a- dad, don't they care that you lied? And he's like, they don't give a shit. I'm just, <laughs> it's just a name on the thing. You could put... Jumbo the clown, and they'd be like, "Okay, here's Jumbo's pictures." That's a good idea by your dad. Yeah, that's smart, enterprising. Okay, so Ryan Cohen's trying to be a bit of a. He's trying Carl to be an Icon. activist. Yeah, he's basically. He was saying <clears throat> that there's a part of the company that can be stripped and sold off for parts in the billions of dollars, which is m- worth more than the company is altogether now. And then he was tweeting more. He s- wants to split up. Bye bye baby, too. I think. Yeah, I get. Bye bye baby is a part of. Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, what's Bed Bath and Beyond doing right now? Let's see. It is back down to twenty dollars, twenty and a half. Maybe. Yeah. So when when he first announced, it shot up like a hundred ten percent. Yeah, it opened up a hundred and ten percent, and then slowly just melted all day down. It it lost like fifty percent. Yeah. Intraday, but was still up overall. I was trying to figure out how the apes feel. I think some are like, yes, we're doing this again, and I think some were maybe like. You're abandoning games, right? Yeah. <clears throat> like you know, Ryan has his new, his new, his new shiny new toy. Oh God! And he's he's forgetting all about GameStop. But Ryan did say, I I can't take um you know any role at Bed Bath and Beyond because I'm still at GameStop. Right. But he can take a position, and I read <clears throat> just today that he's tapping one of Carl Icahn's activist investor people to help with this proxy battle thing. A proxy battle is when you're you're battling with yeah, like the board of directors over internally control. over control. Yeah, 
that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Maybe he'll. Are you uh, getting involved? Am I getting involved? I flipped some Bed Bath and Beyond the other day. Yeah. Oh. Some quick little flip. Um. In fact, maybe I'll do something right now. Uh. Why? You think it's gonna go back up? No, nah, I don't know. Um. Well, I guess you're not allowed to say. No, I'm not. <laughs> I can't even say what I'm doing right now, but I'm just doing something. Anyway, um, you, tell me off the air. Okay, uh, I'm taking a 10% stake in Bed Bath and Beyond right now with my 180 million dollars that I've got lying around. And you're gonna bully the board of directors. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Ryan, go, what? Listen to this. What if we just did towels? <laughs> towels, 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 and beyond. I, I can't. Oh. Yeah, I don't like stepping foot. And they all have those fucking, they, they send you those coupons for 20% off or whatever. Everybody's got one of these effing coupons. Even if you go and don't have one, the cash the cashiers got them. Oh, just yeah. at the ready and they're like, here, you're 20% off. I get my oil changed at Pep Boys. I thought you were going to say Bed Bath & Beyond. I wish. I try every time. I go, can someone take care of it? And they go, it's a Bed Bath & <laughs> Stop coming in here. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> okay, what? But it's always, I know there's a coupon. Yeah. And they always go, you know, it's like $45. And I go, yeah, but what about the coupon? And they go, oh, yeah. And, they, and it's like, what? just fucking make that the price. Why do I have to do this every yeah. time? Yeah, it's, I don't know. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. Everything sucks ass. Except for this show, which rocks. This show rocks. This show whips. So Putin and Russia could trigger a nuclear apocalypse, this one Well, this is says. good because a lot of people are asking what they should be doing. Yeah, because people are worried about like nuclear war. Trading and investing. Is any of it all worth it? I mean, this analyst pretty much hits the I, nail on the head. I really like I really like it. Yeah. This guy says, despite the risk of nuclear war, it makes sense to stay constructive on stocks over the next 12 months. If an ICBM is headed your way, the size and composition of your portfolio becomes irrelevant. <laughs> Thus, from a purely financial perspective, you should largely ignore existential risk, even if you do care about it greatly from a personal perspective. So, yeah. yeah. So... Money won't matter. Yeah. If a nuclear Bitcoin will. <laughs> right. Bitcoin will survive. Bitcoin will survive. It'll be the cur- the currency of the f- post-apocalyptic. But the point is, you might as well still try to set your up sell, set yourself up to be as uh, financially healthy as possible no matter what because if it doesn't happen, great. Yeah. You're set up, you're investing. If There's... it does happen, doesn't matter. No one what, someone's going to, there's going to be rich people in the nuclear apocalypse? Yeah. I don't think so. No. Oh, but also the scary thing is the, the reason he's talking about this is because um, they have raised the risk level of nuclear apocalypse to 10% over the next 12 months. Yeah. 10% chance of a civilization <clears throat> they're still ending saying, global nuclear war. Yeah. They're still saying it's far off. Killer. Cool. If I found out that there was an, uh, a missile inbound for L.A., what I would doing? drive right to where it's dropping. I want to get vaporized like that. That's the smart thing. That's what we should all do here in Los Angeles. We should all head straight to We should all be the... in our cars trying to pinpoint it? Yes. Like it's like a Seriously, lawn yes. dart? It would kill you before your nerves would have time to send the signal to your brain. It would just be like, you're just gone. I mean, you don't have to be that close to it for that to happen. Uh, you got to be, it's only like f- 500 feet or something like that. 500 feet? From like, and then beyond that, you're you're still burning up pretty fast. And I would try to make a, a, f- a cool, funny pose to have Jesus. my shadow burned ben. onto the sidewalk or whatever, or onto a building, like, whoa, whoa. For, future, <laughs> Jesus. for future people to see like, damn, this guy. I want to be basically like the, 
what you know the um Pompeii masturbator guy? Is that real? Yeah, you've never Googled Pompeii masturbator. No way. Yeah, no, no, really. Watch, you'll see. There's a there is a calcified, mummified, no. whatever you want to call it, guy who died in like a jerking off position, and that's just his legacy. <laughs> you running to to where the bomb's gonna hit? And then just assuming a beating off position. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> there he is. He could be doing anything. I know. He probably was just like, oh, I'm dying. And, He's and probably like, oh, my penis is being burned <laughs> off. <laughs> no, my penis is the first thing to go. Oh, ouch. Or he's protecting it. You never know. How is the lava hitting my penis first? But it looks like he's in ecstasy, too. Like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell he's nutting. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going (laughs) to assume the position for the amusement of um, future generations. Do you think there will be future generations? Probably not. I mean, listen, pal. You know why they call him Gen Z? Why? Because they're the last one. Oh, fuck. I didn't need to hear that today, dude. <laughs> I did not need to hear that. That's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> I, I don't like that. I don't like that. That does take off some of the pressure for me to have children, but... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's wild. Wait, because Z is the last letter? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of World War Three, crybaby Bill Ackman says that World War Three may have already started, which, like... All right, pal. Yeah, sure, probably, maybe. Who knows? It'll be a different kind of war. It'll be a cold one. Do you think so? Uh, I don't know. Will it be a cold war? Yeah. I mean, with global warming, it's gonna be it's gonna be warm most of the it's time. It's gonna be hot as shit. <laughs> it's gonna be hot as hell. <laughs> I don't know. I mean on that note, I just have to say What are you gonna say? Whenever Whenever the stock market starts to go down, you start to get more people in your timeline, these experts who are perma bears. When I say perma bear, I mean they are permanently bearish. They are permanently saying that everything is a bubble, everything is going to crash. You got to hoard gold, you got to buy silver, you got to do all this shit and just 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 relax a little bit cuz those people they're clickbaiters. Um like there's this video that I saw that was fed to me. Just I just want to see the title of this thing, this YouTube video. You have no idea what's about to happen. It's too late. Economic nightmare is reality. Get ready now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's related to Russia and Ukraine? It's just about the whole <clears throat> fucking shebang. And it's oh, this look dork. at this guy. And he's just talking about his... his it's his, Steven Seagal's bald brother. It's Steven Seagal's bald brother or Soda Popinski from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out on NES. Don't you know. don't know? It's Google... <laughs> Google Soda Popinski real fast, please. This guy was so hard to beat. Um, <laughs> come on, you have it? Soda Popinski. It's exactly how it sounds. <clears throat> he looked, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that's oh, a yeah, very small. Cool. F- yeah, 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 it looks like him, huh? A little bit. Yeah. Anywho, just watch out for these guys because they always... There's this one guy who has me blocked on Twitter. His name is Sven something, and he's always on CNBC. Um, and during the COVID lows, he was basically... Because when shit starts to go bad, everybody looks to these guys as like, damn, I guess he was right. And then they're like, yeah, I'm right. The The Fed is blah, blah, blah. And then within months, <laughs> the stock market bounces, and they're still saying, it's going to get worse. And then the market doubles without them. And it's just. It could get worse. It could. I mean, anything could happen. Just ex- exhibit some critical thinking skills and don't don't try to 
don't get too scared. Don't let yourself get wrapped up with these these doom and gloom. In gloomers. these unprecedented times? Yeah. Unprecedented? Unprecedented. Well, it, it is. Have you seen who's in charge? No. Did you see the video of them asking him, Sir, do you, do you have anything to say about gas prices? What did he say? I knew a guy named Gas. I said, listen, Corn Pop. <laughs> listen here, Jack. What an insane... How did that happen? How did he become the guy? I don't he was know. like... I really... I mean, I... Telling don't. people he could do more push-ups than him and stuff. And I don't know how we as a country haven't <clears throat> banded together to say, okay, anybody over 60 can't be the leader. Right. Can't be in Congress. Can't do anything. You're done. You're done. You're done. We push you off a cliff. Joey. No, we don't have to push him off the cliff. Yeah, we do. We'll send him to except a farm. Except for our moms. Send him to a farm upstate. Yes, yeah, so a farm, a farm, a farm. Yeah, because old people can be good. It'll be good for them. They get to plow. They Honestly, get to exercise. I saw- Run around. There was a TikTok that went viral. Um, I only see the TikToks that make their way to Twitter. Oh, yeah. Those are the best ones. Right. Twitter filters it all. It's the greatest hit. It is the greatest filter. Um, But it was this It was this old woman. You probably see it because you like TikTok. Um. It was this old woman, and she's playing. I think it's like lawn bowling, uh-huh. but she throws this ball perfectly, and nice. it just and it just rolls right into the ball. Okay. And I was like, "This is fucking living." When you're like retired, and you're just like, oh, like in a community of retired people, yeah. you guys just fucking you're doing you activities. It, yeah. yeah, everyone should be doing. I I want let me do it now. Well, that's what happens when you become old. You revert back to childhood. Your your body turns back into a baby. You I know, but do it, let me do it now while I have my body. And nobody's stopping you, pal. Society won't allow it. Society I will. Well, I also need everyone. What, are the cops going to arrest you? I also need everyone else to buy it. I need a bunch of other people in their 20s and 30s. It's called Sandals Resort. To come play sports with me? It's called Sandals Resort. You've never heard of Sandals? It's I like, thought that was for like fucking each other. I mean, yeah, it's it's like an adults-only resort where you go and play volleyball and flirt what? and fuck each other. Hey, I saw you out on the volleyball court. Uh, nice spike. <laughs> do you want to check out the uh, all-inclusive buffet later? <laughs> I love a good buffet. Do you? I'm not, oh. I don't think I do. I used to go to, my family used to vacation at Harrah's Casino in Laughlin, Nevada. And they had the best bacon I've ever oh, had in my Laughlin, entire life. The Las Vegas of not Las Vegas. Yes, that's exactly right. It's just like a little podunk, shitty little Las Vegas. If anybody out there is from Laughlin, just sorry I said that. If you thought Reno wasn't really Las Vegas, wait till you see <laughs> Laughlin. <laughs> yeah. Reno is like meth Vegas. Then what's Laughlin? Oh, God. <laughs> um, Cigarette Vegas. Uh. Yeah. Uh. In other news, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I have a story about that. That um, that Harris. I remember one time they were opening their. There was a candy shop that was opening. It was the <clears throat> grand opening of this candy shop. Hell yes! At in the lobby of the of the Harris, and my family was first in line, and some fucker cut us in line and was like, "I'm gonna be the first person in line." To I want the candy, something. and we got jawbreakers. I remember that. That was the story. That's the whole story. What is going on? Uh-huh. We're going to have to put it's you- It's my brain worms, man. I got brain worms. We're going to have to put you in an old folks home. It's scary. Alzheimer's, they say, Alzheimer's, by the time you have symptoms, it's too late. It's too late. Your brain is already mush. You're done. And you start having the symptoms that they can't detect in your 40s. 
You got symptoms we can detect. Huh? <laughs> like what? Like what telling me a story. I went, they were opening a new candy shop. So what? Fucking what? Uh, it's riveting stuff. This is hit stuff here. I went down to the candy shop and a man cut me off. He cut off the whole family. He cut me off the whole family. And he wanted to be the first. And then, you know what we got, young boy? Jawbreakers. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Jawbreaker candy. It's a big fucking billiard pool ball sized ball that you can choke on or break your teeth. It was teeth. worthless. It was totally worthless. I used to remember. <laughs> what? This is the last candy thing, and then we're moving on. Hey, so you know, you know that other hip hop lyric. There's Mem- a fellow who wanted to take it's someone my to, the, turn now. to the candy shop, let someone lick a lollipop. Remember bubble tape? Of course I do. Well, so <laughs> we went. To, we were at like the candy shop or whatever. Uh huh. And my dad got me a bubble tape, and I'm in the back seat. And I just keep, you know, it's fun. You pull off a piece of tape and you put it in and you chew it. Sure. And so I just keep pulling off the tape, pulling off the tape. And my dad was like, don't waste the whole thing right now. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, 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 sure. And he sees me, keep pulling the tape, pulling the tape. And he said, if you put that whole thing in your mouth, I'm going to make you chew it. <laughs> well, yeah, what else are you going to do with it? <laughs> well, he knew I was just going to put it all in my mouth and spit it out. Oh, yeah. But he's like, he didn't want me to do that. So you were just walking around with a Well, walk. then so I finally finished the thing, and I was like, well, I'm about done with this. And he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, that's a dad mode thing to yeah. do for sure. The child equivalent. So I just you got to smoke the whole pack. With the gigantic wad of bubble tape. Yeah. Oh, man, I could go a whole episode about stupid shit that I did as a kid involving food and my mouth, but. Food and your mouth. Yeah. That's usually what. Can we talk about the ne- <laughs> Yeah. So Ukraine <laughs> Ukraine is no longer insisting on joining NATO as of this week. There there was a headline uh which is a huge concession <clears throat> and that provided a a brief Well, I think Russia outlined the some of their demands. And they are not budging on they're, they're, anything. They've been talking. <clears throat> so now there's this whole chemical weapons rigmarole going on. I don't even know. You sent me that thing and I was like this is bullshit. And then, did I send you the... Jen Psaki was literally talking about it a day later. Yeah, Jen Psaki did like a... Ben is on a conspiratorial crazy website. Websites. And they've been coming true. Yeah. And well, he's scaring me. I know. He told me that they were... They were the US was going to start talking about a false flag attack. Yeah. And blame it on Russia. And I was literally like, shut up, Ben. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm then... I'm trying to go to sleep. And then they and put then, out this weird video where Jen Psaki says, listen, there's nothing to worry about. There are no chemical weapons facilities. But then she was talking about how Russia is going to do a false flag yeah. attack. It's in, it's it, it really is. I'm not going down your weird rabbit holes. I mean, I'm not going down it either. I'm just saying that it's worth looking at all kind of potential things now because everything... Everything's on the table. Okay, for the audio listener, Ben just slid me a piece of paper and it says jet fuel can't melt steel beams. The thing is about that conspiracy, which is so fucking stupid, is sure, but it can weaken them, okay? Here we go. Nuts got Here wrong. we go. It can weaken the structural integrity of steel beams, you fucking morons. Oil was over $135 a barrel. Russia says it could reach $300 a barrel if the sanctions continue. And guess what? American oil companies could help, but they don't. So fuck you, Chevron. Fuck you, Shell. You dumb fuckers. More. Their stocks Give are, me more. Their stocks are at all-time yes. highs. Their stocks fucking rallied because gas is at $6 a barrel. It's like a, gas is at $7 a barrel. It's going to go up. Corn pop. Nothing corn I pop. can do about Back it. Back in the day, corn pop could fill up his truck. 
five dollars a gallon. I said, hey, bud, hey, why don't you get her, give me a hug? I gotta get this guy Trump out of office. People are paying too little for gas. I said, hey, Jack, you won't pay seven. That and pe- <laughs> people are texting me. The did you see the viral news story about the gas station in L.A. where it had like seven dollar and fifty cent gas? Yeah. People are like, is it really like that? It, if anyone here is wondering, L.A. is the strangest place I, I've ever been. I've I spent most of my time on the East Coast, and for the most part, it seemed like when you would drive around, you would see gas prices that were all pretty comparable. Yeah. And then I got to L.A., and it's fucking bizarre. Yeah. The there ones would that be, are off freeways to yes. take advantage of people. But not only that, there would still be at least like 30, 40 cent discrepancies among like yeah. ones that are right next to each other. It's very weird. So- you can kind of just find the gas station you go to that consistently has cheap prices, and you do that. Yeah. But then there are these weird... I honestly thought they were like fronts for something. There's one right by the 101, which is probably, we know... 76. It, it, is it a 76? No, it's an Exxon. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And they consistently have somewhere between like a $1.50 and $2 higher per gallon. Beverly Hills also had yeah. way higher. There's like a shell station off of uh, Santa Monica or Wilshire, I think. <clears throat> and that's not to say the gas prices are extremely high in oh, LA. Oh, California gets fucked every They're time. They're probably about $5 a gallon. Yeah. But so now you can find a gas station that will have seven fifty. Yeah. And I think news stations are like, well, this is great. We could just, we could just go viral and talk about how crazy this is. Yeah. It, it's it's really but yeah, I have friends text sending me the video and being like, "Is this real? How yes, are you it's guys? real." Well, the seven, but not it, for everyone. No one's paying seven fifty yeah. for gas. Yeah, uh, but it's better gas. That's why they charge more. I know. I refuse to get it. It's elite gas. I say, give me the cheap stuff. Yeah. Um. God damn it! I, it really does. No, but it, it, uh, the, these, what what you were saying reminds me of the inflation. It feels a lot like the inflation thing, where uh, you know. Everyone's talking about how expensive things are, but yet corporate profits are just like through the fucking roof. Oh, yeah, so they, they 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 talk about you know they're just passing they're just passing the cost down to us like this is the way it's going, but it's we, like well you guys seem to be doing fine. Yeah, and American companies we heard could drill more and get more oil domestically, but it would cost them too much. And like, yeah, you look at Chevron's chart and it's just it's just rallied like 30% over the last month. The CEOs are they're gonna get their big packages. Do you guys do you need do you need it? You know what really Do you need it? <laughs> they do need it. Do you fucking need more? Because I'll give you more. <laughs> do you want me to spend more money on the gas? I'll do it. I'll do it. I swear if it'll make you happy, please. Did you see uh, Stephen Colbert? Colbert? What? How is it? Colbert. Stephen Colbert. You're saying Colbert. It's Colbert. Yeah, the L's silent. No, it's not. It's not Colbert. <laughs> Stephen Colbert. Yeah, there you go. You got it right. Okay. <laughs> what about him? He went a little viral because, I mean, rightfully so. He was getting fucking dunked on because he was like... Oh, he said, it hey. It sucks because he used to be so, like, fun, and he was, you know, and then now he's just this weird, like. Political guy. But, like. Everybody is. So elite-pilled of, like, he, he can't even see reality anymore. What did he say? He was, like, 
he was basically doing this raw raw thing of like yeah and we don't care if we have to pay more for gas what is it now five dollars a gallon uh great oh like you know if it hurts if we're just gonna hurt putin like i don't care jack it up to fifteen dollars a gallon you know why because i drive a tesla and everyone was like yeah uh, and it's like dude how fucking dense that's are you? so out of touch this guy i mean he's probably worth like a hundred million dollars no way i bet he's worth like 50 okay <laughs> take me away <laughs> uh, he might be you never know what investments he's got oh Stephen Colbert hey we split the difference 75 million according oh, to glad you fucking uh... according to website what let's, let's pull up this uh, unusual whales tweet our favorite congressperson Marjorie Taylor Greene bought American oil stocks Chevron including Chevron she bought war stocks uh, including Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin and renewable energy stocks, including Next Era, uh, one day before tweeting the following quote, War and rumors of war is incredibly profitable and convenient. I know that she was tweeting that as a, as a jab toward the elites, as like, hey, you know, war is just profitable for these companies, right, which she, is true. She she props her up as a. Um... A common person who's she, you know, she's going down to Washington and fight against the elites. Yeah. She's going to squeeze Joe Biden's noggin yeah. between those. But those meanwhile, thighs. we want her to get, get down here. Yeah. So give us a lesson. Yeah. You know what I'm give saying. us, give me a lesson, Marjorie. I want to be waiting on the sidelines. <laughs> Let me get in there. It's my turn to get my head squeezed. Pop that motherfucker's head already. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, it sucks because I do put Chevron in my Volvo. That's what my mechanic tells tells me to put in it. You've got to do 91 octane. Um, so then Russia is also threatening to cut the flow of natural gas to Europe, which is... Uh, well, I do want to mention that real fast. Because of the whole Russia thing, um, <laughs> nickel, the price of nickel went up because what the fuck, who cares? But um, this one Chinese company had 100,000 tons of nickel that they were short. And then nickel squeezed from 20,000 a ton to 100,000 per ton. Um, and the the London Metal Exchange had to halt trading in it, which is interesting. Because apparently 17% of the world's nickel comes from Russia. Huh. Huh. And you know who suffered a huge loss? Not BlackRock. No, not BlackRock. <laughs> BlackRock. Not Larry Fink. <laughs> Larry. Think of the Finks. I'm so sorry, Black Rug. Did you suffer a lot? I was reading it says, I don't know how they fucked this up so bad. Oh, because like, they're a bunch of fucking greedy <laughs> idiots and they'll do anything. What are they? What are they? I just, I don't, it's some uh, frontier fund. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's it's the BlackRock's Emerging Frontiers Fund. One hedge fund team at BlackRock, Inc. saw Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine as a chance to buy more of the country's stocks. Ha! Why? Because they thought that it was, uh, yeah. Like it was what? managing nine hundred and sixty million at the end of January is now down about seven percent. Yeah, I guess they thought, hey, this is gonna- Russia was one of the biggest long bets for the hedge fund at the start of February, with nine percent of its gross assets invested in the country's shares. After a research trip to the country in January, the document shows Sam Vet, head of the team, told investors that he raised the bet further when the evasion began. Oh, babu, Sammy boy, I can't what imagine are you doing? Like going, oh, this is this is going to be good. This yeah. is going to be good for us. Well, because they thought that it was a temporary blip and that these Russia stocks were going to bounce back. Sure, but like, you have to imagine that 
the only thing America and the rest of the West is going to do is economic sanctions. Yeah, he's going to continue punishing. Pull up a chart. Can you type in YNDX, Yandex, which is like the Russian Google, I think? Because <clears throat> um, uh, you know what's going to happen is, is uh, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, because Yandex has been halted. Can you do like a one-month chart? Yeah. It's gone down from like about 55 bucks in mid-February to now less than 28 about 19 dollars down 62 percent in the last month uh russia is apparently going to cut themselves off from the rest of the world on the uh, internet look, i just want to wrap this whole thing up so blackrock comes out of this thing okay yeah i just really want blackrock to be okay poor guys poor larry fink wait can i tell you about one thing we're what? running out of time no yeah okay what well what i mean we got? have time we'll get yeah, to the other a little bit too. what what do you got okay so Everyone's with these sanctions, right? Everyone's complaining. It hurts. It hurts poor people, not really yeah. these rich oligarchs, yeah. right? And that's a problem, right? We want to make sure we can hit these oligarchs where it hurts. And you know, the there's been some what in the balls, right? Where? Right. We want to hit them in the balls. And there's been some like really good reporting on this, like especially. Uh, I didn't know this. Apparently, London is called Londongrad as a joke because there's so many uh, Russian oligarchs hiding. I did not money. know that. And um, yeah, there was a really good article, Punish the Oligarchs, Not the Poor, by uh, Grace Blakely. She was talking about it. She's British. Um, hey, so I'm punishing uh, <laughs> punish the oligarchs, not the poor. Grace, if you're listening, sorry about the stuff you're hey, talking Western about. Sanctions. Before, um. Um, what? But yeah, and so it's, you know, they're talking about how they're going to have to look into their own, uh, look into what their elites are doing. I mean, Boris Johnson is taking like millions of dollars and, and the conservative party from Russians. But luckily there is a uh, Texas Republican in Congress oh, who I has, who has just the idea for us. Right. So vigilante Republican bill would allow private citizens to seize Russian oligarchs, yachts, Hell and jets. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love this. Oh yeah. That's going to unite. So the country. private citizens would be allowed to seize the planes and yachts of Russian oligarchs around the globe under legislation introduced in the house on Monday by a Texas Republican. Would they get to keep them? No. No, 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 no. Would there be rewards? There would have to be some kind uh, of... The fucking feeling of, you know, climbing aboard a oh, yacht God. and kicking a Russian in, in the nuts, I yeah. guess. I don't know. They got to have armed guards, I'm sure. So he's saying, Putin's inner circle have planes and yachts sitting in airports and harbors all over the world. If President Biden refuses to act quickly, then it is time. Congress and American citizens take matters into their own hands. Russian oh, yeah. oligarchs must be held accountable for enabling the disgusting invasion of Ukraine. I was looking for ways to hold Russia accountable without using military personnel and avoiding action that would send an escalatory message. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling your citizens to uh, climb aboard Russian yachts is not going to be escalatory at all. Yeah, they're based on a concept called privateering intended to combat piracy, Navy Commander Jonathan Sill wrote in a 2013 paper for paper. This is what he says. They are to carry out the mission in a civilian to civilian manner while avoiding loss of life. But if an incident does occur, it means they exceeded the government's mandate and that individuals must know they bear responsibility for their actions. Okay, so they're giving you they're giving you carte blanche to go seize these things, but hey, if you kill somebody, it's on you. It's on okay? you the government's not going to If you get killed, you yeah. shouldn't have been fucking around. Yeah. We didn't say to do it. We just said you could. And we wink, wink, nudge, nudge that you probably should to help us out. So, look, if this thing gets through, this might be the end of the show. Because me and Ben are buying a little boat. We're going to be climbing aboard. Yeah, no Russian will suspect. <laughs> no no, no Russian will suspect Columboat coming <laughs> right. up. Hey, ahoy there, matey. Could you spare a cup of sugar for our Columboat? We're on an expedition to Permission Catalina to come Island. aboard. Yeah, permission to come aboard. Our ladder's broken. Please help. <laughs> Do you have a screwdriver we could borrow, Mr. Russian oligarch? 
Sure, come on board. Yeah, I got that fucker. <laughs> and then we go, this boat's ours now. Yeah, this boat's ours, you I'm dumb I'm going to deliver to Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, Joe Biden's... <laughs> I mean, fucking, we joke, but there will definitely be people, I think, who are who would be happy to go... Yeah, man, these sanctions, though. I mean, to wrap it up here. I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Russia's now the world's most sanctioned <clears throat> nation. Uh, McDonald's was the latest. They're closing temporarily all 850 restaurants in Russia, but they will continue to pay 62,000 employees. Oh man, I wish I really cool. I wish I pulled it. There was a great quote of uh, someone was reporting on the closing of the last McDonald's, and they saw um, as it was closing, there was a man leaving, looked like a customer, and he said, and so they went up and they were like, "Sir, how do you feel about you know McDonald's closing up shop in Russia?" And he just goes. Oh, I I don't know. I've only ever used it for the bathroom. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah. Um, there was a guy I saw on Reddit who um, is showed his fridge and it's fully stocked with hamburgers because he like loaded up before McDonald's closed. Priorities. I would do that if In and Out was closing. I would go get a bunch and freeze them. I don't actually know. I wouldn't. No, that Fuck that. Yeah, because what are you gonna do? Reheat them? Yeah. Well, McDonald's burgers could su- survive. A nuclear apocalypse. Which, hey, we might need that soon. Yeah. I'll be eating uh, roach protein. Roach milk? Roach. They'll be milking their little nippies. I don't think they produce milk. They do produce milk. Roaches? Yeah. Dude, no fucking way. Yes, they do. What? Roaches? This will be the last thing. No, because- Roaches produce milk. Google roach milk hot. No, don't type hot. Cockroach milk is a milk-like protein-rich crystalline okay, milk substance like. produced it's not, by cockroaches. It's not- it serves as nutrition Ew, for dude, their young. I'm getting so grossed out. But humans can harvest this milk by extracting killing it from their midgut, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you image search? No, please don't. I'll just tell you what it looks like. Ew, dude. What the fuck is that? Move it. Third Im- get it off the screen. There's a third. The Google image search for cockroach milk. What the fuck? It's off the screen. Oh, All right. God. Well, anyway. No, no, no. Once again, we we're were- not ending on that. Okay. What do you want to end on? Oh, boy. I'm, like, so fucking skeeved out. Okay. You know, forever I couldn't eat dates because I lived in New York for so long, and dates look a lot like cockroaches. Uh, and sorry. then I moved to L.A., and I was like, you know what? I think I can fucking eat dates again. Yeah? I think you might have ruined it for me. I'm so sorry. I wanted to talk about, you know, how ordinary people are being affected by the sanctions a little bit, and we could talk about, you know, people having trouble with Twitch and OnlyFans, but I think I need to go puke. Yeah. I mean, it's like we said, you should punish the, the rich people, not the poor. Except, I I mean, there's an argument to be made that doing all these sanctions puts pressure on um, Putin because when you've got an un- upset populace who's pissed off, who's being deprived of their basic um, staples and pleasures and What? Stuff, what are you talking about? Like, you know... All these sanctions. All. Is that how I sounded? Yeah. All these sanctions. No, the truth is, like, it's it, these elites are wrapped up not just in their own countries, but in the global economy. Sure. And, um, you know, so there, I think there's a reason we're having trouble hitting them. And from this article, uh, Punish the Oligarchs, Not the Poor, she says, perhaps the reason our politicians don't want to face up to the fact that attacking Russia's billionaire class would be the best way to threaten the Russian government is that doing so might shine a light on those close 
links between our own political elite and the world's billionaire class. I'm sure Western governments really do want to punish Putin for this war, but they do not want to do so at the expense of threatening the legitimacy of global capitalism. Mm, It's all connected. Right. Alex Jones was right. Well, I don't know about that. but (laughs) He's not. But, you know, it's, it's... it sucks. You know, you, you're just the normal person and you uh, can lose your entirely, uh, entire livelihood overnight because of decisions that have nothing to do with you. And uh, it's, 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 uh, it's tragic. Yeah. There are, no, there are no winners in this whole thing. That's why I will be- Except for Chevron, fuckface. Fuckfaces, pieces of shit. That's why I'll be, I'm going to be climbing aboard. You know what the nice thing is if this bill goes through? What? I'm going to be getting aboard any yacht. I don't care if it's Russian, American, and I'm shoot first, ask questions later when it comes to people on yachts. Naturally. And so I'm I'm delivering it to Joe Biden. Yeah. And he's going, this is Mark Zuckerberg, you idiot. And I'm shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. You're not going to throw me overboard, are care? you? Yeah, who cares? You know? Can you imagine killing Zark- Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about it. We're not saying anything like that. Okay, we should end on that note. <laughs> uh, quit your job, shit your pants, kill your parents, leave a comment, subscribe. Oh, leave a comment. Like the button. Like the fucking thing. Like the button. Press the button to like it. It's a thumbs up. It's a thumbs up. Tell Fol- your friends. Yeah, follow us on social media. Play it simultaneously on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Podcast? If you Apple I, no, no, you know, okay. <laughs> play Don't. it. Play it backwards on Spotify, <laughs> but forward on YouTube at double speed. Yeah. Yeah, man, that'd be yes. fucking trippy. I don't even care if you watch it or listen to it. Yeah. Just play it. Yeah. Then go do something. Yeah. Then go do something else. Tell your friends. Nice comments only. But comment. Yeah. Five stars. But comment. Why would you but comment? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Five stars. Five stars. On every platform. Yeah. Just comment five stars on YouTube. Yeah. Thumbs up. Tell your friends. And we love you very much. Thank you for watching and listening to this very special episode of Trillionaire Mindset. Mind.